You are listening to the official podcast of the Mission Redlands. We are a growing community living out God's radical love. Today we have gathered to celebrate the greatest miracle of all time. Who still believes in miracles? I believe in miracles today. Like I feel like people believe in miracles more around Christmas time, but today we are gathered to celebrate the greatest miracle of all time, right? The God of the universe, the one who spoke the world into being, came to the earth in a form of a child. See, the Christmas story is more than just a story about a pregnant teenager and a baby in a manger, right? The creator who desired to be known by his creation so much that he was willing to send his one and only son, Jesus, to pave the way for us to know him because God is completely holy. He's 100% holy. In fact, 120% holy. Let's give him an extra 20% because he's God, right? Uh, He's holy, and our sin had kept us apart. But because of the arrival of Jesus, because of the coming of Jesus, because he was born into this life, lived a sinless life, and died a sinner's death on the cross, And three days, Jesus lay into the grave until resurrection life began to fill his lungs again. Now, by now, you're probably thinking, like, has this guy lost his mind? It's Christmas, not Easter, right? It's Christmas, not Easter. Why are you talking about the cross? Why are you talking about resurrection life? Uh, I do know what holiday it is, but here's the thing. You can't separate the beginning of the story from the end. Right? And, and this isn't Easter. Like, I get that. Uh, Christmas Eve is a time for shepherds and angels, right? And, 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 and wise men bringing weird gifts to a baby, right? Because they saw a star, right? This is Christmas, right? And I, and I, 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 know, that, I know that you're right, but, but the thing is, is that Jesus... What Jesus came to do for us is just as present at the beginning of the story as it is at the end. And I just want to take a look briefly at um, uh, John chapter 2. This is the story of what, we, what lots of people in the, in the Bible uh, and in churches like to, like to call the wise men. This is the story. Um, and so... Let's, let's begin on verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came uh, to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? Because that's what we're here to celebrate, right? The, the birth of the King, right? The birth of the King. Who has been born what, uh, who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. 
They're speaking to King Herod at this point. And, and verse 3 says, When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophets had written. And they go on to quote Micah 5.2. I'm sure you guys are all read up on Micah. I know I, I, know I don't need to tell you that, but um, Micah, um, you know, they're quoting Micah 5.2 in, in this passage in verse 6. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, far out of you, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact star that had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search. Uh, carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. Lie, right? Lie. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and, and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Okay, there's just a couple of things I want to point out on this passage. You've probably heard, if you've been in church for any number of years, you've probably heard this, this story before, but um, the Lord in this Christmas, in this Advent season, has really been um, bringing some things to light in the Christmas story that I haven't ever seen before, and I've read and read these stories, and uh, in my quiet time with the Lord, the Lord has just been highlighting some of these things, and, uh, and tonight I want to share uh, just a couple of those things with you, and it's that the, the main point I want you to take away is that the end of the plan was there at the beginning, the end of the plan for Jesus was there at the beginning. You can't separate the beginning from the end. In verse 2, when the Magi begin to see this, this star, what is the first thing that they say? Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? When we saw his star, when it rose and, uh, and we have come to worship him, they haven't even seen Jesus yet. They have just seen. Now, Magi, actually, Magi is interesting because in, cult, in, our, in our church culture, lots of times we call them wise men, but they were actually more like uh, astrologers, like they would look at the stars and they were more considered like science, right? And, and so they would look at the stars, but even they knew something was different, right? Even, and, and what did they say? Verse 
Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? Now, I don't know if you guys remember Jesus on the cross. Later on in the New Testament, Jesus on the cross, there was a sign that they put over his head. Does anybody remember what that sign said? King of the Jews. The evidence of the path of what Jesus came to do, why the Son of God was born to the earth, was there in the beginning, and he walked it all the way through to the end. King of the Jews. It was a mocking sign over him on the cross. Another thing that I found interesting is that what were the three gifts that the Magi brought? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh, right. Do you, do you guys actually know what myrrh is used for? It's an embalming spice. What a weird thing to bring a baby, right? What if I showed up to your baby shower with embalming, I don't know, is it fluid or I don't know, what is it? It's liquid, oil, okay, yeah. So I actually have a candle upstairs that labeled, um, you know, frankincense and myrrh, and I was like kind of creeped out, like what is in this candle? Like, you know, and, and once I found out, no, they presented him with something that you would give someone who is about to bury a loved one. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being Mary? The evidence of the path that Jesus came to this earth to walk was there. It was there. If you're looking, if your eyes are wide open. And here's the thing I love about the Magi's is that the Lord warned them in a dream not to go back to Herod. See, I believe that when you truly, deeply encounter Jesus, you cannot go backwards. You cannot go, you cannot go back the way you came. Because one encounter with the true Jesus changes everything. And so when we light this Christ candle right here, we've been lighting these Advent candles all month long, and even one Sunday in November, and extra explanation, I don't know why. Um, um, <laughs> hope, peace, joy, love, and, and this red one, this is the Christ candle. And so when we light this candle, we not only... We bought this candle 10 years ago tonight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when we light this Christ candle, not only do we think about the beginning of the story, but we think about how the story ends. And I say ends because truthfully, if I'm being really honest, we haven't reached the end yet. We have not reached the end yet. 
See, the end of the story isn't that Jesus went up to heaven and that's all she wrote, right? Because we're in the Advent season right now, and I've said it every week that I've taught. What does Advent mean? Anyone? The arrival, expectation, the arrival, right? And so there will, that we celebrate right now that we are in a time between. There has been an Advent where Jesus came to the earth. He arrived upon the earth and he walked to the earth. He lived a sinless life and died on a cross, a sinner's death, and was resurrected three days later and beat death and shame and suffering and went back up to heaven. But there will be a second advent. There will be a second arrival when Jesus comes back to this earth and brings the kingdom of heaven with him. And so when we light this Christ candle, we not only look to the past, but we look to the future. We look to what is to come. Can I get an amen? Amen. That's right, that's right. So I want to close in prayer now, and um, my my associates... um, the Bell family will be handing out um, some candles for you guys. But let's just take a moment and just go, go to prayer. Jesus, we thank you so much for being our Savior. Jesus, we thank you that you are our miracle still to this day. Father, we celebrate you. Thank you, Father God, for wanting us to know you. Father, don't ever let us separate the beginning of the story from the ending that is to come. We love you, we thank you, and it's in the mighty, holy name of Jesus that we pray. And everyone said, Amen. 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 You are listening to the official podcast of the Mission Redlands. For more information, visit us at themissionredlands.com.